Shalom to all. Today's office is about a comment off Lamed Aleph, and we are starting at the top of the Amud with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Bas, Riyakov, Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Chamil, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Shnei Kadarm Shalim, Ahachim, Zacharzeh, two potters are walking on the Rishas Rabbim, one after the other, barrel in front, Shmerel in back, Viniskal Rishon, the first guy stumbles, Vinafal, and he fell down, Viniskal Shani, Barishon, and the second guy stumbled on the first one, Arishon Chai, Viniskal Shani, the first one is Chai, and any damages that happened to the second one. Now, Amr Biyachan Rabbi Yechon says, Don't say this mission is only Rav Meir, the Amr who says, Niskal Peshehu, that if a person stumbles, he's considered a Peshea because he has to pay attention to where he's going and not trip over his own shoelaces. And that's why he's Chayev when the second guy stumbles over him. It's even according to Rabbanon. The Amri Anas who putter, who hold that if a person stumbles, he's an Anas and he's putter if someone gets damaged on him. Hacha Chayev over here, the Rabbanon would be Machayev him. Because he should have stood up and he didn't stand up. When Beryl fell down, he had time to get up before Shmer got to him, and since he didn't, that's why he's chayv. Now, Rav Nachman argues, and he says, even if you want to say that he didn't have enough time to stand up, still he'd be chayv, because he should have warned Beryl, watch out, I fell down, don't bump into me, and since he didn't warn him, that's why he's chayv. Now, Rav Yechon would respond to that by saying, if you're telling me he didn't have to stand up because he didn't have enough time, let's say, well, then he doesn't have to warn the other guy coming along either. Why is that detarid? Because he's preoccupied. He fell down, he's nursing his wounds, he's trying to figure himself out, he's all flagging. so if we're not going to require him to stand up right away, we don't require him to warn the other guy either. So now we're going to see whether or not the first guy who fell has a chiv to warn the other guy coming along. Tonight we have a Mishnah, which is tomorrow's Mishnah. The guy in front is carrying a beam, the guy in back is carrying a barrel. If the barrel broke on the beam, Potter, so the guy carrying the beam is Potter. But if the guy carrying the beam stopped, and then the guy carrying the barrel bumped into him, so then the guy carrying the beam is Chayev. Now my love, isn't this talking about where he stopped just to shoulder the burden, he wanted to shift it and make the beam more comfortable on himself, and that's normal to do. And Victani Chayev, nonetheless, we see that he's Chayev. And why would that be? Because he should have warned the person behind him, watch out, I'm shifting my burden. And since he didn't do so, that's why he's Chayev. We have a clear riot from the Mishnah that a person must warn the other guy. So Gemara says, Loy, that's not what happened. We're referring to where he stopped just to rest. And that's something that's not normal in the Rosh Hashanah. You don't just stop in the middle of Rosh Hashanah and take a coffee break. And that's why the owner of the beam is Chayev. The Gemara asks, So let's say he did stop just to shoulder the burden. What would the halacha be? Potter, that the owner of the beam is Potter for the barrel breaking? Well, Adetani Seifa, instead of the Seifa teaching, that if he told the owner of the barrel to stop, Amoid means stand where you are, don't come, Potter, he's Potter, well, live like listening to me, why don't we just make a differentiation in the case of the Reisha and not have to go to a brand new case in the Seifa? Why don't we just say, when is it the owner of the beam is Chayiv for breaking the barrel? That's Kshamalafash when he stopped to rest in the middle of Shasarabim, which is not normal. But if he stopped to shoulder the burden, he'd be Potter. And we didn't say that. The Gemara says, no. What the mission is teaching us is the Afagav to Amr Lafush. Even though he stopped to rest in the Shusarabim, which is not normal, Kika Amr Loyal Balchavis Amoid, if he told the Balchavis, stop where you are, don't move. Putter, so then he's putter, even though he did something that's abnormal in Shus Rabbim. So we don't have a riot from here that a person has to warn another guy coming along. Tashma, we have another attempted riot. The Bryce says, Potters are people that sell glass that are walking one after another in Shus Rabbim. The first guy stumbled and he fell. And then the second guy stumbled on the first one. And the third guy stumbled on the second one. It's a whole pile of traffic jam here. The first guy's chayven and nezek that happens to the second one. And the second one is chayven and nezek that happens to the third 
third one, Vimachmas Rishon Naflu, but if they all fell because of the first guy, Rishon Chayv Niske Kulam, the first one is Chayv and damages that happened to all of them. However, Vimaziru Zazef, they warned each other to send their potter. Now, my lap aren't referring to the case, Shaloi Hoyel and Lamoid, they didn't have to stand up, but we still see that they have to warn each other, and if they don't warn each other, then they're Chayv. The Gemara says, Loi, that's not referring to Shaloi and Lamoid, they were able to stand up, and that's why each one is Chayv for the Nezek that happens to the other one, because he should have stood up. Ask the Gemara, Let's say they weren't able to stand up. What would Allah be? Putter? That each one would be putter for the damages that happened to the previous one, even though he didn't warn him? Well, Yachir, that's so. At the Tani Seifa, instead of the Seifa teaching, putter, that if they warned each other, send their putter, well, if like, why don't we differentiate just in that case of the Risha itself? And we should say, when is it that they're Chayev, Shahil, and Lamoid? That's if they had the ability to stand and they didn't. If they didn't have the ability to stand, and then they're putter. Sengmar says, no, Hakamash Mon, what the Bryce is teaching us is the Afagav, the Hail and Lamoid, even though they were able to stand up, if they warned each other, send their putter. So once again, we're going to have a ride from here that they have a chiv to warn each other. And now we focus on this Brysa, and let's remember the cases that we have this pile up. The first guy tripped and fell, the second guy tripped on the first guy, and the third guy tripped on the second guy. And we said that everyone is chiv in the damage that happened to the person who tripped on him. Now we have to figure out what damages he's chiv for. So Amarav Rava says, Rishon chiv beniske sheni, the first guy's chiv to pay for damages that happened to the second guy, ben beniske gufa, ben beniske mamainai. And over here we're understanding that this means whether the second guy got damaged on the guf of the first guy, or if the second guy got damaged on the mumminess of the first guy. And it's important to understand the difference over here. If the first guy's body damaged, that's considered Adam HaMazek, and therefore he's Chayev whether the second guy's guf or mammon got damaged. However, if the first guy's Kalim damaged, that's considered Bar. And therefore the first guy would only be Chayev if the second guy himself got damaged on his Kalim, but not if the second guy's Kalim got damaged on the first guy's Kalim. Rava continues, Shani, where's the second guy, Chayev Beniske Shlishi, he's Chayev to pay for damages that happened to the third guy, Beniske Gufai, that's only if the second guy's body damaged the third guy. Avaloi Beniske Mainoi, but not if his mom has damaged the third guy. But now the Gemara asks, either way you look at it, we have a problem. Enis Kalpashayahu, if you want to say the Rava holds, then Niskal, a guy who stumbles, is considered a Pashaya, so Shani Nami Lechayev, the second guy as well, he should be Chayev for everything, no matter what, because he's a Niskal, and therefore he's a Pashaya. And Enis if you want to say that Rav holds that Niskal is not a Pashaya, so I feel the Nami So then even the first guy should be Pater, because tripping over his own two feet is not considered a Pashaya, and therefore he shouldn't be Chayev for any damages that happened to the second one. So why are we saying that the Rishon is Chayev no matter what of his damaged, his Guf or his Kalim, whereas the second guy is only Chayev if his Guf damaged, but not if his Kalim damaged? So where Alam and Alam and on top answers for Rava, Rishon Vade Pashayahu. The first one for sure is considered Pashaya, because Rava holds that Niskal Pashaya, and that's why the first guy is Chayev, whether him or his mom damages. Whereas Shani, the second guy, he's chayv if his body damages. Because the second guy should have stood up before the third guy got there and he didn't stand. However, the second guy's putter, if his mumminess damages the third guy, because the second guy can tell the third guy, I didn't dig this bar. In other words, the second guy is not considered a niskal because he tripped over the first guy. Someone's a niskal only if they trip over their own two feet. But since the second guy tripped over the first guy, that's considered an ines, and therefore the second guy is not chayv for damages that happened to the third if his kalim damage. However, he is chayv when his body damages because he did have time to stand and he didn't stand up. But the more asked on this understanding of Rava. Meisve, we have a brass that says, Kulon chayon oneske gufon, all of them, one, two, and three, are chayv if their body damages, upturn oneske mainon, but they're putter if their mamun is damages. And my love of isn't this referring to even the first guy? So we see clearly that the first guy is putter if his mamun damages the second guy. The Gemara says, like, that's not what the brass means. Rishon. It's excluding the first guy. Meaning when the first guy's mamun damages the second guy's mamun, he is chayv for that. Ask the how can you say that about Kulam Katani? The Bible says very clearly, Kulam, all of them are chayv. Some are about the Rav, about the Rav attempts to answer, Kulam, Hani 
Nizakin. When the Brasa says all them, it really means the Nizakin, the ones who got damaged, namely guys two and three, if their mama damages the next guy, so then they're Pater. But the first guy is Chayv if his mama damages. Ask Gemara, hi Mai, what's going on over here? Yeah, Rabbi Shleim Afilu Rishon, if you want to say even the first guy's included in this Pater, that if his mama damages, he's not Chayv, Hanukhtani Kulon. That's why the Brasa says Kulon. But if you want to say we're not including the first guy in this, so my Kulon. Why does the Brasa use the word Kulon? Listen, Hanizakin. Just use the word Hanizakin. So Gemara says, you're right, El Rather, Rav meant to say as follows. And now we're going to have a different understanding of what Rav meant. Rishon Chayev, the first guy is Chayev, when his body damages... Whether he damages the guf or the mamain or the second one. Meaning originally we understood Rava to say that the first one's chayev if his body damages or if his mamain damages. Now we're saying if his mamain damages, he's putter. And when we say body or mamain, we're really referring to what got damaged on the second guy. And therefore, again, to review, the first guy's chayev when his body damages, whether it damages the guf or the mamain of the second guy. And that's because over here we're understanding that Rava holds that niskal lav paisheya, and for the first guy is considered Adam Hamazik and he's chayv when his body damages either the guf or the moment of the second because he should have stood up. However, the second one is chayv to pay for the damages of the third one only when he damages the body of the third one but not when he damages the moment of the third guy. And my time why is that? Because the second guy himself is considered a bar and we don't find that a bar is chayv to pay if kalim get damaged in it. Again, just to clarify, the second guy is not chayv when he damages the moment of the third, because really we're Masopic. Maybe the second guy himself is considered a bar, and one is putter when his bar damages Kalim. And even though Hayoloi Lamaid, he should have stood up. Still, he's less culpable than the first, and that's why the second guy is only Chayv when he damages the body of the third guy, but not the Mominus. However, the Gemara asks, Honey, Chlishmul, this all go to Korntishmul, the Amr Kaltakal Abarhu, who says that every Takal Nushasurabim is considered a bar. So the second guy himself, he's considered a Takala, and he's a bar, so he's only Chayv if the other guy's body gets damaged, but not if his Kalim get damaged. El Rav, but according to Rav, the Amr who says, E in, E Loi, loi, that if a fellow is mafkir, something he leaves in the Rosh Rabbim, then it's considered a bar. But if he's not mafkir, then it's not considered a bar. Well, Michael Mayer, what could you say? We can't call the second guy's body a bar because he's not mafkir's body. So why are we saying the second guy's putter for the kalim of the third one? So Gemara says, you're right. It's really like what we said originally. The Rav is differentiating how the second guy got damaged. Did he get damaged on the guf of the first one or on the moment of the first one? And how the third guy got damaged? Did he get damaged on the guf or on the moment of the second one? And with the Kashal that which you had a question from the Brysa, that cool and Chayavin, the Raisa says they're all Chayav here, but they're all Pater in regards to Kalim. So we're talking about Rav Adabar Minyumi, come into Ravina, or Rav Minyumi explained this in front of Ravina by saying, Shehuzku Kalim Bekalim. That's referring to the case where one person's Kalim got damaged on the other person's Kalim. So in that scenario, everyone would be Pater, meaning even if the second guy's Kalim gets damaged on the first guy's Kalim, the first guy would be Pater for that because his Kalim are considered a bar. And again, as we've said multiple times, Kalim that get damaged in a bar are Pater. Now we just explained the last part of the Brysaw, our Marway said in the Brysaw, Imachmas Rishon Naflu, if they all fell because of the first guy, Rishon Chayb Beniske Kulam, so in the first guy's Chayb and all the Nazak. Meaning he's chayv to pay for the damages of the second guy and of the third guy. The Gemara asks, Machmas Risha and Hechinafil, how did the third guy fall because of the second one? A classic pileup is that the first guy gets into an accident, the guy behind him smashes into him, and the guy behind him smashes into the second guy, not into the first guy. So if Papa, Papa answers the Paschal Urchikashilda, referring to where the first guy was laying across the road like a carcass, meaning he was blocking the entire road, and the second guy tripped over the first guy's feet, let's say, and the third guy tripped over the first guy's shoulder. So both guys, two and three, tripped over the first one, and that's where the first one's chayv for both of them. 
their damage is. Whereas Rizvid Amorizvid says, Kechotu de Samyusa, he was laying across the road like the stick of a blind person. Now, the difference between Rizvid and Rav Papa is as follows. Rizvid would comment on Rav Papa's case that this guy's laying perpendicular to the Shusarabim, so he's actually not chai for the third guy tripping over him. Because a third guy should have seen the second guy trip and tell himself, hey, there's something in the Shusarabim that I might trip over, and he should have paid attention and seen this guy laying on the ground. And therefore, Rizvid says that he was actually laying across the road like a blind man's walking stick, which could be laying diagonally across the Shusarabim, and then the third guy is not held responsible for not seeing the fellow laying on the floor. And in that scenario, the first guy would have to pay for the damages that happened to the third guy as well. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.